0: Hi, this is Shannon from the Tuning Into Sci-Fi Small Council Matters podcast. When I'm not reading, watching, and talking about Game of Thrones, I check out Jesse on Set Lusting Bruce. And so should you. (laughs)
1: Welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and we are continuing to get just amazing people calling me and wanting to talk Bruce. And today, I have Susan, who reached out to me via the Miracle of Social Media and said, Hey, Jesse, I want to talk Bruce. So welcome, Susan. Thank you. It's, I'm, I'm excited. Well, good. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Um, well, I uh, just celebrated my 60th birthday last year. Uh, I have a severe hearing impairment, um, so uh, this this Bruce Springsteen is um, and music is kind of new to me, thanks to uh, modern technology. Um, it's, um, it's it's just enlightened my life totally.
1: So, Susan, if I'm being too nosy, tell me. But um, I take it because of technology, you're now hearing better than you were?
2: Um, y- yes. The, um, well, what's really happened is that um, I had a son that um, gave me an iPad, some earphones, uh, hooked me up with. Uh, text you know with the text uh, on the screen and I I just went from there it was just kind of like I took off he he set me up with Netflix and um, I have just found a whole new world out there
1: oh that's awesome Um, have you had hearing problems your whole life
2: yes and I've had three surgeries and um, I, I struggle I tend to do most of the talking in any situation I think um, through my whole life, I kind of ran from it, hid from it, uh, lied and denied uh, that I ever had a problem. And most people that knew me knew that I was different. They really didn't know, you know, because like I said, I'm 60 years old. Back when I was in school, you know, it was just, um, you know, things were so different. And so now I embrace it. I embrace it because I am discovering life at 60, you know, with things that I had never Uh, Movies that I'd never seen, uh, music that I never knew about, and that includes Bruce Springsteen. I never knew who he was until last
1: year. So, um, Susan, just for context, do you want to share with the listeners what your bio is on your Twitter page?
2: Yes, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, well you know, I don't have it lying in front of me. It's other oh. than the fact that yeah, I don't have it in front of me. It's just other than the fact that, you know, I got to um go to a Bruce Springsteen concert on my sixtieth birthday and uh it was a surprise because I had just discovered I was turned sixty in April of last year, I just discovered Bruce Springsteen, um through uh, Actually, I was Googling. I had just, for the first time in my life, watched Dirty Dancing, and um, I loved it. I was watching it like crazy. I was Googling everything about it. I Googled Dirty Dancing, and guess what popped up? Bruce Springsteen uh, was dancing with Courtney Cox in Dancing in the Dark. And, yes. And um, that was, I was sold after that, and so I started telling my sons, you know, oh, my gosh, I... You know, Bruce Springsteen, you know, wow, I I'd, I'd never knew who he was because I never had an interest in music or anything like that because, like I said, I, I never could hear it. I never could understand it. You know, I might hear the chorus on some songs, but I just never took an interest. And so, so you know, that kind of just took me off
1: right there. No problem, Susan. Um, I pulled it up. So, listeners, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have Susan join me, is her. Twitter handle is at S Hampton and her bio is and I quote I attended my first ever Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band concert, The River Tour, on my sixtieth birthday, April two thousand sixteen. I'm hooked. I'm like that is someone who has an interesting Springsteen story. So, So Susan, one of the things I ask about, and it's, um, and I'm still going to ask it, even though I think the answer you're going to give me, um, I always ask my guests about growing up. Was music a big part of their life? And you've said it wasn't.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know. I never owned a radio. I never had a, a uh, record player or record. I never... Um, uh, knew the lyrics to any song, I worked in choir, you know, because, and I, and I would, you know, I could sing, um, because, you know, I'm sitting there reading it, and I, and I knew how to follow music and to read the music, but as far as having any interest in it at all, I never did, No, any of the modern songs, well, like I said, I'd never heard, I'd never heard of Bruce Springsteen. And, you know, and, and I ask myself now, how did I go 60 years and never know about Bruce Springsteen? And, you know, like I said, it's just um, it's just really opened up uh, an amazing uh, – I'm celebrating 60, definitely.
1: That, that is interesting. So um, if you did not grow up with a lot of music – um, and you mentioned that there's a lot of movies you weren't seeing. Were you a big reader, Susan?
2: Yes, I read, I read, and I read, and I read. And, um, and that's, you know, basically how I entertained myself is just that I did read.
1: What kind of books did you like to read?
2: Uh, I was a big fan when I was younger of uh, mystery books, of course, and then uh, later um, I was a big fan of anything with uh, um, history. Any, anything about history, I read that. Um, you know, like uh, Anne Frank was one of my favorite books. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I was in like the, uh, maybe the third, fourth grade. And, you know, back then you used to have the little, the teacher would read you a story and you'd just kind of rest time, you know, and she read Charlotte's Web. And to this day, I'm so curious about what that book was really about, you know, and I always find myself thinking about it and thinking, I need to go buy that book and read it because at the end of it, I remember all the children being very sad, but I never knew why because I didn't hear it. And like I said, I hid from that because... I didn't know. That's just how I was. I didn't know that I was missing anything because I didn't know I was different. I didn't know the. um, I just didn't know that people heard things that I didn't hear.
1: That that's very interesting. I want to go back because I'm a huge reader as well. Um, The reason I read a lot as a child is my parents were. My dad was in the army. And we moved around a lot. And so I I learned very quickly that if you um, people, you would have to leave your friends, um, you know, because dad would get transferred to a different base. So. um, So I loved listening, you know, reading um, a lot of books
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, when you mention um, mysteries, do you, do you have some favorite writers? Then I promise we'll get to br- our Bruce story, listeners. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I
2: do have favorite writers. Now, I I do collect Mary Higgins Clark book, books. I have every Danielle Steel book that she has ever written, and um, I collect. Um, uh, gee, I don't. I can't even think of all of them. that I, Paul Richard Evans. I had his little series. I. He doesn't have a lot of books. You know, I have a, a variety of books that I like.
1: Okay. So you
2: know, and I do have a huge collection of books.
1: And did you read Bruce's autobiography?
2: You know what? Uh, this is the thing. I was waiting for that. I could not. I was going to get it. My son said. Don't uh, get that book. I want to give it to you for Christmas. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm going to wait. So I get the book for Christmas. And this is crazy that I haven't read it yet. It's because I haven't found, I, I, I'm waiting for that special moment where I can be totally absorbed into that book and not have anything else going around on around me, you know, because I just want to put every thought into that book. But I do have it, and I do have chapters in verse. Um, the little um, CD, I do have that, uh, which, you know, that'll probably not be opened. I don't do well with the CDs um, unless, you know, I do have, you know, like I said, I-, I do best if I can listen um, on my iPad with the earphones on. And the wonderful thing is that I can uh, Google a song like uh, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen with lyrics. You know, and it'll have him singing it with the lyrics coming across the screen, and that's that's just awesome for me.
1: Well, my lovely bride, Linda, would say that she doesn't understand Bruce's lyrics anyway because of the way he Ah. mumbles. So... (laughs) So she would she would say that it isn't you, it's um her. Uh, it is him, so that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah. what um, So what got you to uh, you know, obviously you shared that you got your iPad and so you could have earbuds and you could that way the sound would be very close to your ears. Um, well, you can do subtitles, um, uh-huh. which helps. Um, there well, are a lot of TV shows that I use subtitles often when um, Aaron Sorkin or somebody who's has a quick dialogue, I tend to uh-huh. do subtitles because I don't want to miss anything. But how did you decide that... Bruce was somebody you were interested in.
2: Well, I, uh, you know, like I said, I watched the first video that I seen of him was dancing in the dark, and I'm like, wow, you know, he, um, I don't know, there was just something about him that I, I kept googling. I just googled Bruce Springsteen, and then um, I think the thing that really got me is is it's obvious that he loves his fans and his fans love him. And his interactions with his fans just you know, it, it just it was great. I just couldn't believe it, you know, because he just seemed so absorbed in them and he and you could tell that he really loved them. And um, and then from all the things that I would read and all the other things, you know, about the East Street band that I would find, they um, they're just little people and they're good people. And, and that impressed me, you know, because so there was just so many things that impressed me about all of it. And so, and I'm just like a little sponge when it comes to, to Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band. I'm just absorbing, you know. And when I, uh, when I got to go to my concert, uh, it's it's just a crazy thing that it even, it was just fate. It was just fate that I got to go. But um, I literally just knew two weeks prior to that I was going to get to go and I took all the songs that I thought were a possibility that he would play in the river, to, river Tour, and so I just wrote them all down. I googled the lyrics, and I wrote them down, and I memorized the best that I could in those two weeks because when I got to the concert, I knew that I wouldn't be able to fully follow, you know, what he was singing and uh, because I do um, have to watch people talk, you know, a lot and unless you're directly talking to me, I get lost if there's more than um, me and one person But um, so, you know, I really prepared my writing all those songs. down of course it didn't work because I was ashamed to take a little ledger of all the songs that I'd written down to the concert. So I just, I enjoyed it. I wish I could uh, go back and absorb it one more time because I think I was so fascinated that I kind of got lost in the moment.
1: you know, I actually have that feeling it's often my first Springsteen show was in 2002 and it was the Rising Tour and I you know I I I didn't know as many songs as I wanted to and well, I- and I kept going, man, I wish I could hear, I wish I could go back in time and go again. You know, yes, just. Yes, exactly. And so I do get that feeling. Um,
2: yeah. But see, and I also have the, the wonderful thing about the technology is, is that I can go to uh, YouTube and a lot of those things, you know, people had posted on YouTube. And um, you know, so I get to revisit it that way, and I and I can actually see myself in some of the uh, videos because I got the greatest seat anybody could ever have, you know, other than to be down in the pit. Um, so it was—I was like a hand length away from actually touching Bruce, which uh, I don't know if I—I I think I would have smashed him up, and I don't know if I would have given him back, you know. <laughs> I, him, but <laughs> but I was that close, you know. So. Um, it was
1: great. That that sounds wonderful and that's really um lovely, right? It, it, <laughs> I were you so it obviously sounds it lived up to your hype of seeing him.
2: Um, it it was great. It was absolutely great. And you know, I I've always been a firm believer of of positive thoughts. And like I said, there was nothing. I never, ever, once told either one of my sons, you know, I want to go to this concert. I never seen it, but I, I dreamed it. I envisioned it. I wished for it. I, I could picture myself dancing in the dark on stage with Bruce Springsteen. I thought about it all the time. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I get a text comes across, and I looked at it. And my first thought, and there was no reason for it to be my thought at all, because like I said, I'd never talked to anybody about, you know, the concert. I'd never told anybody Bruce was on tour. And so I'd seen it and my first thought was, oh my God, I wonder if my son got me tickets to Bruce Springsteen concert. And so then when I opened the text and it said, "Uh, what are you doing uh, April 3rd? And I, my heart's beating so fast I can't think, you know, and I just sent him back when I'm shaking, and I said nothing, because I already knew what was going on without, you know, like I said, he never even knew there was a tour. And so then I told him nothing, and he said, well, happy early birthday. I just got tickets to a Bruce Springsteen concert in Oklahoma City on April 3rd. Happy 60th birthday. And he, already, he had to fly me from Missouri to Oklahoma City, um, uh, my son and his husband drove to, from. I mean, they flew from Dallas to um, Oklahoma City. They met me there. And um, we uh, had a great little few days and went to the concert. And then I actually uh, spent 13 hours trying to get back home because I had delays and, and I had the wait. you know, my flights didn't, I had a separate flight. And my husband had called me when I was waiting, and we had a little dog. And he said, uh, "What well, did you have a good time? I said, I had a great time. And he said, uh, well, we miss you. And I said, you know, and he said, well, was it worth it? And I, I didn't say anything. I wanted to say, are you kidding me? <laughs> but it was definitely worth all of it. It was worth every bit of it.
1: You know, that's, uh, I was at the show. And Oklahoma City was a great show. It was my son's first Springsteen show, and that will always make it special for me. Um, exactly. That was so nice of your son to arrange that. Um, and I'm sure it made it special because you were there with people you loved as well, right?
2: Exactly. And, you know, and the chances of him getting a ticket... You know that's why I never even thought about it because I, I, I would never offset of my kids you know ever but the chances of him just you know getting tickets like that at a Bruce Springsteen concert and the fact that they were great tickets it, it it just was meant to be.
0: That
1: is great. Now is um, is that the only show you've attended?
2: That's it. That's the only one. I hope someday. Actually, I would like to go to New Jersey and uh, see him in his hometown um, in a private little um, club or something, you know, and just be right there in the center. That's what my dream is. Someday may just have to see how that can happen.
1: I can imagine. So I'm curious, Susan, what about – are there specific songs or – Things that just moved you, that made you think about this, you know, becoming such a big fan kind of late in your journey?
2: Um, I don't know if there's a, you know, I just loved them all. And, as I said, just the main thing, uh, you know, I have favorite songs, Hungry Heart, um, Glory Days, uh, Dancing in the Dark." Those were three of the first songs that um, I was, really hard and um, uh, and then just to see like I said him him being so trusting of his fans and doing the body surfing and all of that that was just really special really really special
1: yeah um so I am going to ask you though is there one or two songs that have a special meaning to you
2: um I like Lori Dave okay Yep, yeah, that's probably uh, my favorite.
1: Okay. Just it because of its joy or the
2: story. Just the storyline I think, okay. you know. I mean, you know, just as the fact that, you know, people like me getting, you know, sixty years old and then looking back and and um and you know, I think we all have those thoughts, you know, about our glory days. And so, um, that's just one of my
1: favorite songs very nice that is a good one I, I um, when I talk to a lot of non Bruce fans of course they bring up glory days and it is a song that I don't get tired of that every time mm-hmm. I hear that those opening chords I start smiling so I, I totally understand and and get that feeling um, yeah. Was there anything, and I this is a dumb question, but I've got to okay. ask, was there anything you were disappointed about in the show?
2: Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like I said, I was just, um, I didn't want it to end. I absolutely did not. Oh, the one thing that I, I might say that I could have been disappointed is I didn't get to see Patty was not in Oklahoma City. Right. And um, I really wanted her to be there.
1: Okay. And
2: um I... so, you know, I would like to see a concert uh-huh. um with Patty on it.
1: Okay. Now Susan, since you've gotten out of your I won't say comfort zone, but you know, a little bit, right? Are like, you are you looking at going to other shows now? Other bands?
2: Um, you know what? I'm so I keep a, he's a the word, but I'm sad. I can't, I, I think I just love Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band so much that I don't know if I have room for anything else. The only other person that, you know, I have, you know, kind of watched some is John Fogarty, and that's only because, you know, I did never know who John Fogarty was, you know. Right. And um, then he had, uh, Bruce had him on uh, some, um you know, some some videos where he was singing. And, uh, you know, I'm like, wow. You know, he's really good. <laughs> <And so laughs> yes. It, it's so, I mean, it. you know, it, it's kind of a bittersweet thing, you know, that um, I did miss a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but you know what? I still succeeded in life. And um, I don't have any regrets. My thing is now is that I am going to enjoy. And I, I'm going to... um Definitely keep searching for all the things that um, make me happy, and and definitely, and it's you know, and it's, it's you know, because people will say, oh, my God, why Bruce Springsteen? What is it?" You know, it's not the physical. There's no physical attraction. I think it's mostly um, just the person and the personality, and, and it's just a whole package. You know, it's just a whole package, and um, just the the fact that he impresses me as a singer, as, an, as you know, the music, um, the, the person that he is, the family man that he is. I mean, it's just the whole package, and, and he, he impresses me. And then also, you know, um, Nils Loughlin and Amy, uh, you know, I've discovered Twitter and, and Instagram, and they're very nice, and they have even commented things me before you know and and that's important i believe that they 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 link with their fans in in a very nice way you know and i just um i just love it
1: well i i agree and i do think they are lovely people uh of course i do a podcast on bruce springsteen so of course i'm going to think that's a good obsession to have um I I just, this is uh, wonderful. And um, remind me, where do you live, Susan?
2: I actually live in uh, southeast Missouri in a town called Sykeston. Okay. It's about uh, probably a couple hours south of St. Louis.
1: Okay. Close to the Blue Hill. And uh, if I remember correct, you said that your son lives here in Dallas?
2: Yes. He does, uh-huh. okay. and then I have a son that also lives. have two boys; that one lives uh, probably in a, um, 45 minutes from me here in Missouri.
1: Okay, well, if you come to Dallas, um, I want to meet you. Um, oh, great! Yes, uh, since I live here too, um, we also have a pretty good Bruce Springsteen uh, tribute band here in Dallas called Thunder Road. So who knows? Ah. Maybe you could work out, and we could go um, see the show together. Um, Because that would be very cool. Um, That would be great. If if there's if someone wants to reach you, um, your Twitter handle is S Hampton, correct?
2: S Hampton four, I think.
1: Okay. Good.
2: A lot of this stuff is still new to me, you know. I
1: understand. I'm
2: I'm still still catching on, but uh, I thoroughly enjoy it.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners um, as you find this new passion and this new love? Anything you want to share with my listeners?
2: Um, All I want to say is that, you know, always just be positive and look for the good, the good in people. And I think that, um, you know, Bruce Springsteen is a good person and that his East Street Band is a good, is, they're really good people. And I just believe in, in um, looking for the good and staying positive and, and never give up on anything. And like I said, I believe that just staying positive and having positive thoughts uh, has really brightened my life a lot. And the, to never let the, uh, you know, just, just pick your battles and don't sweat the little stuff, you know, and you'll make it. I,
1: I think there, I say often there is, it's never crowded on the high road. And um, if it is, I think life is too short not to be kind to people. Uh, exactly. because I think it's just so important. Um, this is a wonderful and, and I am so hoping uh, that you get to see another show, Susan. I, I just it sounds like you you are a prime example of someone who goes to the show and just the power. And the magic and the love of Bruce and his music and his fans kind of overtakes you, right?
2: It, it really does. And I'll tell you this, that when we did first go, um, my son just told me, he said, my no, mom, he said, I don't care what you do, but just make sure everybody else is doing it. And <laughs> I have Okay. Well, I said then we're good. I said because I watched in the videos and everybody will be dancing. And he had just went to a share show and he said, "Well, you know, I don't, I didn't remember. You know, people didn't get up and do that stuff. You know." And I'm like, "Okay, I didn't say anything else because I thought you just wait." And so um, we danced, and you know, he was right there just uh, supporting me the whole way. And I'm, I don't, I don't think I embarrassed him. I really don't. <laughs> that, and I, I definitely had a great time without embarrassing my son, and that is an absolute, you know, that that means you did good.
1: I totally agree, Susan, and um, I think you're, you're pretty cool, and I think you have a wonderful son who loved you enough to arrange this for you to go and get to hear um, your newly found musical hero.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's that. And he he is that. He is, um, and like I said, and including the band, you know, because each one of them are um, absolutely awesome.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And um, so, thank you, Susan. Um, Listeners, if you want to be on the podcast and share your Springsteen story, reach out to me. Uh, i have an email set at gmail.com we have a facebook page we are also on twitter at setlustingbruce. and if you could please go to itunes to rate and review the podcast it is really the best way for new listeners to find us susan you are a joy thank you so much for taking time to visit with me i hope you had fun
2: I had a, I had a wonderful time. I thank you so much. It was um, it was just my pleasure to share my story.
1: Well, that's great, it, it
2: does mean so much to
1: me. Well, and and I can tell it's from the heart, and it, it, and you've touched me, and I know you've touched my listeners. And we're going to end with now. I think I'm going down to the well tonight, and going to drink till I get my fill, and I hope <laughs> when I get old, I don't sit around thinking about it. But I probably will.
2: Probably will.
1: (laughs) Just sitting back, trying to recapture a little of the glory of. Well, time slips away and leaves you with nothing, mister, but boring stories of glory days. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, listeners. Thank you.